this is Gentry with another episode of Paint People. I'm here with Chris Carbone, our national training manager, and Lee Croker, our uh, one of our industrial sales managers. And we are going to cover the topic of wet film thickness gauges. Did I say that right, Lee? Absolutely. <laughs> and um, how this kind of initially came up is... Chris was uh, out in the stores training as he does, <laughs> as his job entails. And um, the topic. God bless you, Chris. <laughs> the topic came up with a group of um, customers and with the store staff. And um, honestly, I think everyone just had a lot of questions because it's uh, something that gets used in some segments, but maybe not as much in other segments for professionals would you say that's right lee yeah i think it's probably more used uh you know larger commercial and industrial projects more so than residential what do you think chris yeah a lot of times um some of our guys that are using a uh, coating for the first time they'll happen to want to use it um to understand what the uh proper way of applying it is on the substrate but most of the time yeah we do see it in your commercial your roofing and your type of flooring jobs okay so chris why don't you tell us what it is what it and maybe what it looks like to well there's different ones so maybe you and lee can debate about that here you go Thanks, Gentry. Yeah, so a common one that you're going to see at a lot of the stores or um, a Spectrum uh, sales manager will have, it looks like almost like a credit card uh, type um, tool. It is officially known as a wet film thickness gauge. Um, it kind of looks like on each uh, side of it that it has little teeth or like a comb. Um, that's the different levels um, that it's actually going to be measuring the uh, thickness, which actually measures down to one thousandth of an inch or a point zero zero one. Um, 25 microns. Yes, that's for our, everyone that's here in uh, America that's from Britain. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let me kick it to you, Lee, and ask you what officially is the definition of a wet film thickness gauge? Uh, it's just a, a simple device to, to measure the applied paint in its wet state. So that way you have a good idea of what you should expect uh, when it dries down. How do you do that? Well, I was going to ask you, is it important to do that right after you start painting and the coating's applied, or should I wait? What, oh, no, what you got to get right on it. Once the solvent evaporation begins, whether it's solvents, water, or uh, MEK or whatever, um, you got to get right in there and, and take a good reading. Yeah, and, and usually how I use one is I will put it right onto the... Uh, the coating on the substrate at a 90 degree angle and I'll try to measure in about three or four places to make sure that my millage is correct and uh, it averages out to be the same. That's right. Bring a rag when you do it. Yeah. So I have a question to you is now I applied my coating. What happens if I notice uh, that I left it a little too thin and I let it go? What what could the coating end up doing? Uh, you're just not going to get your performance. You know, if you're on a high profile industrial project, uh, you you're going to have to have remediation work if you leave that that way. And uh, if you're on a residential project, then your paint's probably not going to touch up. Yeah, and that's that's one of the biggest things that we see in the industry is if we ever have touch-up issues, that, that could be where the culprit really lied. And it's, it's hard to see that from the beginning. Yeah, um, yeah, they do a good job making the colors cover. 
<laughs> um, what if I put too much on? I mean, I'm trying to get it to cover quickly and get out the door. Uh, would that be a problem? I mean, sometimes. I mean, it just depends on the product. Some products are more forgiving than others. I think the main thing is if you can achieve the thing, the same thing at a lower uh, thickness, you're just going to save yourself money in the long run. Uh, there's other projects where you know it'll just uh, completely be detrimental to the paint, and you're you're not you're going to have to fix it before you get off the job if you're too thick. Yeah, and you know one thing that I find that's cool about using the uh, wet film and and understanding your tech data sheet with your volume solids is once you have applied the uh, coating, you can right off the bat know. Um, what your dry film is going to be after looking at the data sheet with the volume solids. Absolutely. Um, let me, for the listeners out there, give you a quick uh, math tutorial on that. So let's say we apply the coating at four, uh, four mils wet and the volume solids is uh, 50%. So that means that 50% of it's going to dry and uh, evaporate out of the coating. So that would leave you at a dry film measure of two mils. Keep in mind, if you thin the product, that affects it. Correct. So. so, Lee, talking about the uh, wet film thickness gauges, is there any other uh, insightful tips or recommendations that you have when you see it out on the field or how you would like to help the uh, consumer use it? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there's a, you know, we carry uh, at our stores, a, uh, you know, typically have a free uh, wet film thickness gauge. They're not certified. They're aluminum. They're guidelines um, at that point. If you're on something that's a large project and you're really wanting to capitalize your dollars and stay within the range that you need to, the minimum range that you need to, uh, you really should get a certified one, uh, one that's uh, stainless steel. I, th I think they've got some plastic ones. But if you're just looking for a guideline uh, just to know, uh, it's a great tool, and you can uh, get them at the stores. Perfect. That sounds great, Lee, and I'm going to kick it back over to Gentry. That's it for today's episode of Paint People. Um, subscribe to our podcast to catch the next topic. And we'll talk to you next time.